1: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You guys, we ended the last podcast so abruptly, as you probably noticed, because I was on vacation and um, Christy was in mid-sentence and we only had so much time for Zoom. And so we ended abruptly and then we didn't edit it and we just published it. So what we were talking about was our August goal um, and our August challenge, so our 30-day challenge. And that was going to be increasing our protein intake. And so we were kind of in mid sentence talking about it and we'll continue that for a second before we get in. So protein intake, Christy and I have both decided that's super important for us, especially women, um, in our age bracket. And I think the goal that I've seen flying around and doing like some studying and research is like 30 grams of protein per meal. Is that what you've been seeing Christy or like trying to do?
0: Yeah, um, I think 30 grams is totally attainable. I mean, it's a challenge for sure if you're not used to getting that much protein in per meal. But like, yes, you can totally do 30 grams per meal. Super interesting. And I'm not going to get into all of that. But if you, you know, we did a couple of episodes on um, um, the uh, fast like a girl. And she believes that as women, we need different protein requirements during different parts of our cycle. So if you're into that, um, read that book. Like we've said a million times, but, um, and because to be honest with you, I can't even remember when, but I think we need more protein when we're ovulating, like during that phase. But anyway, there's that whole part of it too. But as a general rule from the day to day, we're getting not enough protein on a daily basis. So I love this August challenge. I love it.
1: So we're just making it our goal because then we're mindful about increasing it. So even if we don't hit a certain gram amount or you're not like measuring yours, I don't either. Just being mindful about increasing or adding any sort of protein form to your breakfast, lunch, snacks, meals, whatever. Um, And there's so many different reasons why too, like not just for like making our bodies function the right way, but I think it just, it's a trickle-down effect. Like it keeps us fuller longer. If you're working out, it helps with that, like helps you to be able to attain those physical goals. Um, And like building- building muscle is not for like,
0: you know, just aesthetic, it's so protective of your bone. And as we age, like that's something that we really need as women to start, like if you're in your thirties, like that's something you need to start thinking about is like protecting bone loss and muscle is the way to do it. And protein is the way to, to do that. And so it is, it's just like a building stepping stone to general health and wellness and all the things. So I love that.
1: So we're going to try to do that. Try along. What with is that. Your, do you use a protein supplement Lindsay, like a powder or what? So I've tried, I dabble in that. I don't really love that to be honest. Um, collagen has protein in it. I do that. And then I do feel like I get a lot. We are meat eaters here in the Gulliver family. So I do get a lot of, you know, protein through, through meat and like nut butters and things like that. Um, eggs. Yeah, What's no. some of our food sources I mean, for me? How about you?
0: Well, I find that unless I'm, I, I would love to be totally food source based, but I find that unless I'm um, using a protein powder of some sort, like I'm totally, um, Sorry, my daughter is pulling in the driveway. I'm so distracted. Unless I'm using a protein powder, I feel like I'm not hitting my goals. And so I have been using the Just Ingredients protein powder and I love the taste of it. What I don't love about it, I mean, it's definitely one of the cleaner protein powders that I've found, but it does still have pea protein, which is like a vegan option. And I also am a meat eater and I would prefer my protein sources to be mostly from meat. But my friend Sarah just told me about um, be well
1: protein powder. Have you heard of that? I've seen it. Um, I've yeah. seen it advertised. I don't, I've never used it. I think
0: that's the next one I'm going to try, but I haven't tried it yet, but nice. it's like, it's pure, like grass fed protein beef, um, base. And I'm excited to try it.
1: Yeah. Nice. And there's so many different options out there. So whatever you love, I mean, hopefully yeah. cleaner version, but that is a good, yeah. a good way to get it. Done. So yes.
0: yeah, I love that. Okay, so increase your protein in August, ladies and gentlemen, if you are here, gentlemen. Gentlemen.
1: Um, And let us know if you have other recommendations. Yeah, for sure.
0: For sure. Um, Okay, Lindsay, what's happening with you this week? Let's chat about
1: our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to school is next week. Yeah. And... Not, yeah, just like mentally preparing for shift of like my kids going to bed at normal hours, a schedule. I'm actually looking forward to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think like having a
0: little bit more routine is something that um, that I'm craving for sure.
1: I am too. What does back to school look like for you guys?
0: Well, and I think that's like the challenge on my end is like if I... Like if I were sending Ruby to a school, we would be forced into routine, which is typically what it is. And I, I welcome that forced routine. I like it when someone else makes the rules. And then I just, you know, say, this is what time school starts, you know? Um, we obviously aren't having that because we're homeschooling. So, um, I don't want our lives to be like militant and rigid, but I thrive in routine. And so I am, I think at least to start out to get us into a good like base, I am going to say, like, this is what time we're going to start school in the morning. Um, you know, let's get up, let's get dressed, let's get, you know, let's get ourselves ready for the day yeah. and then do school, and then, um, and then we'll feel better, you know. So yeah. I'm not sure what it looks like yet, but I do want to kind of have a routine.
1: What does your morning routine then look like for? that. Like, so if you have a set time with Ruby, do you then wake up super early? Like you normally do?
0: Oh yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, I cannot wake up at the same time as my family. I just feel every single time I feel like a serial killer when I do, like I, I asked actually on Instagram, like, do people, do you guys wake up? I did a poll. I'm like, do you wake up at the same time as your family or do you wake up before? And I forget the results, but it was pretty much split I want to say and I wanted to reach out to every single person that said that they woke up at the same time of their family and say like how teach me because I would love to do it but I am I am not a good person when I wake up when I'm woken up by my child I I don't know I just need that morning to myself so yes
1: I don't think you need anyone to teach you I think you know it works for you
0: yeah I mean I like my 5 a.m wake-ups it's just hard to go to sleep early enough to get enough sleep. Yeah, to do that because that's you know the nighttime is when I like to hang out with Seth and so yeah, if I go yeah. To, you know yeah. going to bed at nine o'clock to wake up at five o'clock is hard because I like miss my husband you know yeah
1: well I so. think the beauty too like at least for our family for when we did homeschool it was like. We were probably more on a time-based routine when it was nice out, so we could like get the work done and go play and go outside. And then in the winter, we were slower. Like I feel like in the winter, I just didn't really have a time that I cared about starting because I know we can go outside, but like for the most part, it was just like a slower day. We weren't, yeah, you know, going out and doing a ton of field trips, and so it allows you to kind of have a slower pace mid-year that's kind of nice you know
0: yeah for sure I'm sure like with every season we'll shift around a little bit which is the beauty of homeschool you know like Mm -hmm. we can have a slower morning or if you know if we've had a busy weekend and we get a slow start on Monday like it's okay all those things are okay but um yeah I don't know I'm excited about it I our neighbor um goes to public school and that's like Ruby's best new best friend since we moved here they're together all the time um and she just got to go back to school shopping and she was all excited about it and so ruby was like are we going back to school shopping and like i we don't need to i haven't really like yeah. thought, she doesn't need any like clothing or you know like but i want to i don't know i it's kindergarten i want to make her feel excited so i think we are going to do like a little back to school like I
1: don't know pick up yeah.
0: some homeschool supplies and
1: yes I always did because I feel like this is so funny you did you
0: took them back to school shopping well
1: I did some sort of back to school stuff because I am a person that suffers from major FOMO of all the things like every time the bus came for the first day of school and ever all of our neighbors were taking pictures like I was unwell so I feel like I don't do well with that stuff. And then I probably projected it onto my children. So I had to keep those traditions alive to make me feel good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get that. I, I
0: kind of want to put Ruby in front of a school bus and take her picture. <laughs> like, Thanks. first day of kindergarten.
1: Uh, it's just weird, um, you know, like adjusting to your new normal. Like, even though you want it and even though it's fun, it's it's – I don't know. It It's just a different, and then yeah, the year goes yeah. and it's fine. It's just like those like those moments days I feel like are kind of different when you're doing something different.
0: Yeah. 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 Like Ruby has this like, like um, it's a book that she got in the mail from the like Dolly Parton thing. And it was like first day of kindergarten scaries or first day of kindergarten nerves. It's like a book about that. And we were reading it this week and I was like, Oh, like I feel bad that we're reading this book because she's not going to school. So is this making her feel FOMO? Like yeah. I don't know. But
1: I know. And like so many things are geared towards that. And then it's kind of like, well, that's a cool conversation because you could be like, guess what? You don't get to be you don't have to be like that. First and right. is gonna be great. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a it's a interesting Interesting time. I'm excited for your year. It'll be so fun. She'll have a blast.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. We're excited. Sorry. My my husband talking to me, the whole family's home today. So I'm podcasting amongst chaos.
1: That's the same with me. We were trying to do early and that didn't work out. And so now Christy's doing it with her family there. My kids, I'm looking inside and they're jumping on couches. So it's great. Yeah. It's
0: all- yeah and I, I sound super nasally. That's why we usually do this in the morning, but I texted Lindsay super late last night. And I'm like, I just like feel like I can't do early morning. Like I'm on, I think I have COVID. If anyone cares that COVID, I, I just like, I probably just have COVID and tomorrow's my birthday. So I'm really just trying to like push through it and like not think about it, but I can barely taste my coffee. And so, ah. whatever.
1: And yeah, um, Christy's oh. almost birthday. Christy, what are you guys doing tomorrow? anything exciting? Oh gosh, no. Well, it is exciting, but
0: it's not like what you would typically do on your birthday. I, we are headed to Columbus. We're selling our former family home, that house that we lived in. And we have to meet contractors there to, um, uh, to, well, we have to go check out some work that was done, pay the contractor. I mean, just pure adulting. No, it's nothing fun. Um, but Ruby is going to go we're going to celebrate my birthday with our family tonight our little the three of us and then Ruby's going to go stay with Seth's mom tomorrow night and then my family all weekend and then Seth will have like a week Seth and I will have like the weekend to just do our thing ourselves and have fun so nice. that okay. will be fun but like on my actual birthday we're just kind of doing some work and and that's okay I'm cool with that yeah yeah I don't, I'm not like a birthday diva. I don't need like, um, all the things. I just usually like to have my family around and, you know, I do like to blow out candles on my birthday. I, that is like a thing that I need, but I'm, other with you, than I'm that, not
1: normally a diva either, unless I'm turning 40 and then I, Oh well. gosh. Yeah. Then you are. Then everybody <laughs> should be. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I think like sometimes it's like those moments where you keep thinking about, it's just like, you should just do what you want to do or like, you know what I mean? Like organize it or like be vocal about it or else it's just going to be a disappointment. So I'm with you most years. I'm like, whatever, just let's yeah. go to Star and get some good food and get some gluten-free cupcakes. And then, you know, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Well, that's exciting. I hope you have a great birthday. Yeah, thank. thank you. Thanks
0: yeah, i definitely already, I mean, tomorrow is 38 for me. I'm definitely already thinking about 40 and I definitely am going to make a big deal out of 40, but two more years, I'll pump the brakes. Um, What do you want to chat about today? Mindset
1: wise, let's, let's do it. Um, okay. What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about, it's not you, it's me. I love that. It's so what are we going to talk about with it?
0: So, like when you break up with your boyfriend? No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) That's been a minute since that has happened.
0: (laughs) Have Uh you, did you ever break up with a boyfriend and say that? It's not you, it's me, because I definitely did one time say that to someone. No,
1: I always got broken up with.
0: Oh, dang. You did? Yeah. That surprises me. You're, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. You had two really hard breakups. And, well, the, the second one was complex, but yeah, the first yeah. one I didn't, I mean, I was like, we're going to get married. <laughs> it was like a high school boyfriend. Oh, uh, that <laughs> worked the- out for the best for both of us. Yeah, of course. But yeah. No, I did not ever get to use that line. That's okay. Well, you can I'll use it in mid-time. friendships. Yeah. This context, yes. because where we got this idea from was like, I mean, if everybody says this term so it's not really but we were talking, we were reading something that was talking about like how we interpret people's lack of response or response to like you know this day and age like texting or calling back or whatever and sometimes we make up stories about why people aren't responding to us or they aren't getting back to us right away and some of it we're like oh my gosh they're mad at us or we draw these weird conclusions based on a lack of response and sometimes it's like no, it's not you. Like it, it's me. I have a million things going on. I'm juggling all this stuff. I don't have brain power or capacity or whatever the, the thing is. And so sometimes we need to like rein it in and not take things personally. Like it's not, it's not you or, or like in our case, it's not like, it's not us that's doing something wrong. We need to give the person a little bit more like grace of there's so many external factors in their lives that could be at play of why people aren't able to give us like quick responses or whatever it is that we need
0: yeah I, I literally did this today I'm not kidding like this so our neighbor here um super kind they're like an older couple you know like my parents age and um they've been so kind to us when we moved here, but I, we had them over to our land because he has a friend who does construction. And so the gentleman know that the, the male neighbor, the, the dad knows that we want to build cabins here. And I don't think he really appreciated that. Like there's this whole thing going on right now. If you're a local in Hocking Hills, the locals do not really love all the tourist stuff that's happening. And so I'm sure You know, he was like a little bit bummed out to hear that we wanted to build these cabins here. So anyway, I'm already paranoid that they like hate us because they're building because we're planning on building cabins. And so anyway, it was the wife's birthday the other day and Ruby and I made her some treats and we picked flowers and we brought them over to her house, but they were gone. They weren't there. So we left them with the son and we said, can you give these to your mom when she gets back? I have heard nothing from her. And in my mind, I just had this conversation with Seth about an hour ago. I said, I think she hates, like, I think they hate us. I think she's mad that we're building these cabins. And I created this whole story in my head about why she hasn't said thank you for these flowers yet. Mm -hmm. Um, When in reality, it's probably not that. I'm probably just paranoid that she's like mad about the cabins and she Mm -hmm has all this external stuff going on that I have no clue about because everyone's life is busy and complex. And I created this whole story about how they like hate us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? Well, I don't think it's ridiculous because I've read before and like have, and I think it's true that no response is a response in a lot of situations. Sometimes if you're, if you totally forget, that's like a whole nother scenario. But I do think a lack of response sometimes says something too. But I haven't even, she hasn't seen me. I have not No, seen no, no. Her. I'm not saying that you're correct in like- I know. But I just feel like it's it's a hard thing to not go there sometimes because you correct. wonder like, oh wait, why wouldn't she send me a quick text? Or I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that we do that. But I think that it's like, it's human nature to make up those weird conclusions. Right. You
0: well, know? And, and I think if we grew up with- toxic, passive aggressive family members or parents who maybe did not respond to things sometimes. And that was like their way of saying they were unhappy or if, you know, like if we were primed to think that no response is a response, Mm -hmm. because if you're, if you're a good communicator, no response should not be a response, right? Like if you're a healthy communicator.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: No response is is a response is a super passive aggressive thing, no, right? So yeah, it's
1: not we, right.
0: Yeah. So if we grew up with that, then absolutely like we're going to question every time someone is silent for a little bit longer than we feel comfortable with, you know, like, and so, but it, it, it the, the healthy thing for us to do to take control of the situation is to say to ourselves when we catch ourselves going there in our minds. Is to say like, whoa, 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 you put on the parking brake right now, self, because don't create a story that you don't, you know, like in this situation, I had to remind myself that like, I haven't seen her in person yet to give her an opportunity. Maybe she wants to thank me in person instead of an impersonal Facebook message, you know, yeah. she's. Of the generation where maybe Facebook is not her preferred way of thinking someone or a text or whatever. You know, and so when I sit down and I'm rational about it, there's no reason for me to get all worked up about it. Um I there's a funny thing that I saw once, and it was mostly geared towards males, but I do think it's funny. Like it um if you were it was like a funny meme about men, like if men are single, their response time is usually two to three hours. If men are dating, their response time is two to three days. If a man is married, his response time is two to three weeks. And if a man has a family, his response time is two to three months.
1: Response <laughs> time I, for what?
0: Like a text or anything, you know, like, I I mean, that's, that's probably funny. an exaggeration know, of what the theme yeah, was, but nice. it is true. Like we're just busy people. And, yeah. um, You know, especially if we're trying to stay off of our phones or whatever, like email, you know, live in the moment. It's hard to respond. Um, And I think we've talked about this on here before, but like there are 9 million ways that you can be accessed these days. And we shouldn't be tending to those 9 million ways all the time, responding to that.
1: Correct. But it also just to throw something else on there, it also is interesting to me, though, because a lot of like when people do always have their phones and you know that and they aren't responding, that's interesting to me, too. Because I'm like, well, I know that you always have that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so so So... I can respond to that. So I can respond to that. So here's I always have my phone to the like I'm addicted to my phone and I'm I'm not even going to say otherwise. I always have my phone on me, but sometimes if I'm using my phone in that particular moment for work, like I'm doing Modare work or I'm doing podcast work, or I'm doing some sort of work on my phone and someone sends me a text that's more of like a friend thing, yeah. or let's say, or I'm on my phone doing something for homeschool and Lindsay texts me about the next time we're going to podcast. I don't want to respond to Lindsay's podcast text while I'm in the middle of doing a homeschool function on my phone. And so like, I like to compartmentalize and like respond to Lindsay about podcasting when I'm done with whatever function I'm currently using my phone for. And so, yes, I I know that mentally it's hard to see someone with their phone all the time. And then when they don't respond, you're like, I know you saw that. But for me, I, I like to. I think we've talked about this before on here. I like to only respond to that when I've shifted mental gears. That way, my no, mind-
1: I'm with you. I'm the same way as you are. I can't. You can't be like. I use mine for multiple things too. I get. I get that. I'm talking about like days, like when people don't respond for days, and I'm like, that to me is wild. Yeah. But I know, But whatever. I- it's a system thing, and it's not, and the, it goes back to it's probably not you it's me kind of thing but i think it's like we're all overloaded there's so many different things there's so many different like tabs open in our lives and our brains on our phones wherever and it's very hard to yeah do it all
0: yeah and i think like have you ever texted someone and they like never responded and then the next time you go to text them they're like oh my gosh i completely missed your last message like I've done that a million times. Oh, yeah. No,
1: I have to. And I'm not, I'm just bringing up different points. I'm not saying, no, no, no. Me yeah. too. Like, but yeah. I think that's so
0: important as women for us to remember. Like, if someone doesn't text you back, like if I didn't respond to something you said, I would love it if you would like send me another text a couple hours later and be like, did you see my last message? Or like, Ding, don't forget about my message. Because I want, I welcome that reminder. But I think, as someone on the other side of that, it might be uncomfortable to send that reminder text because we don't want to bug people. But like, I need sometimes for someone to remind me that I missed their message because I didn't do it on purpose. I've just been overwhelmed or had too many things going on at once. And I saw it and forgot to come back to it, you know?
1: Absolutely. Um, And I think we're all in that boat. And I feel like that's where this message of like, it's not you, it's me is so good because we all yeah. realize that like it doesn't mean that we're not important or those people aren't important to us it's like kind of like on the scale of a day you know we all have priorities and tasks that we have to check off that day you know like i have to get zeke to football in in a little bit i can't podcast forever like you know just different things that we all have to do each day um yeah. and like I think that what you said is exactly what I think like maybe we need to remember is like if you if we can't be in a mind space where we're like oh it's fine she probably forgot I'll just remind her like no big deal if we're taking things personally I think that's when we have to be able to be comfortable with having a conversation saying Hey, I realized that like when I text, I don't, you know, I'm not getting responses back. Are we okay? Or like, you know what I mean? If you really feel like there's something to that, right? It's my responsibility, if I'm feeling that, to bring that up to the person. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that.
0: It's your responsibility. You, whoever is the holder of that negative feeling or emotion, it's your responsibility. To deal with that. I love that, Lindsay, because I think, you know, like like just to go back to my stupid example about like my neighbor. Today I'm having feelings like, oh, maybe they're so maybe they're upset that we're building cabins. I can either squash that because I made that story up in my head, or if I have an intuition that maybe that is partially true, it's my responsibility to then go to my neighbor kindly and say, hey. I wanted to chat with you. Like we're building these cabins and I, you know, if you're upset about it, like, let's talk through it, like direct communication. And that is your responsibility. My responsibility or whoever's responsibility, 100%. Um, I love that so much.
1: Yeah, I do too. I just think it's hard. It's the harder route. It's hard. <laughs> oh yeah, hard. for sure. What's, but what's worse is like having those feelings and dwelling on stuff like that's to me terrible because it takes up so much energy you know it, it lives it lives rent free in your
0: mind and it yeah. destroy it will destroy you you know it will, yeah. it will keep you from communicating or having friendships or whatever like that kind of stuff is detrimental yeah it, and definitely it's harder to have that kind respectful direct communication that's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable but um, you always feel better on the other side of it, you know?
1: I think so. so. Yeah, or I mean, on the flip side, if somebody always demands that you, you know, respond right away, I think, again, it's like, we need to be comfortable with saying, hey, I realize that you want quick responses. Like, I can't give you that. And I will try my best to prioritize when I can get back to you. But like, I'm not able to do that. And saying it in love, and clarity is good for both parties because now you've set a boundary that like you love them you just can't give them what they're hoping for um for whatever reason and again like then it's like the slate's cleared and nobody's guessing
0: right yes taking the guesswork out of it is so awesome but I think you know anytime you're in communication with someone it's it's both parties' responsibilities to come with clear, concise direct communication, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, in a world where communication seems to be a skill that's almost decreasing because of of social medias and and email and things like that, like that's not always the case, of course. we're not two parties are not always on the same page, and so I think if you can be the direct communicator, you're going to mitigate um. You know, a lot of the unnecessary stress. Um, if you can practice that, if you can just practice being polite, but like maybe just going straight for the uncomfortable part and just like wiping it out before it gets there, you know, like just being yeah. direct. I think that's so what a skill. What a what a skill that's maybe on like on the way out, but we should bring it back.
1: Well, we, we need it even more now because like you said, like, it's just, this is the world we live in. And so if we're constantly thinking these things with like these devices in our hand all the time, like how much energy does that suck out of us? That probably doesn't need to be, you know, like, and I'm not saying everyone feels that way, but I think there's often like everybody has situations in their life that like you mentioned today with your neighbor or you know, with a certain friend or a coworker or whatever you're waiting on. And I think like it's it's an easy thing to be like look into things or make up a story about it or whatever when um yeah. you know it's easier yeah, than- but also
0: can we like mark can we please get the function where we can mark a text unread? I think like- you
1: can now. Oh I'm oh. almost positive I saw that. Hold on. Because I um that yeah, would be mark is unread. You can oh. do it now. Click do you, on do it. It? you click no. on the text and then it like has a drop down and you can click mark as on the door oh yeah. my
0: gosh I gotta go got <laughs> every text unread this is the most amazing
1: thing. <laughs> uh happy maybe, birthday this is, maybe this is the answer to all of our communication stuff too because it definitely will help with shoot, I saw that text, I thought I responded or I responded in my head, that kind of thing.
0: Lindsay, you have no idea how happy I am right now. Like, birthday made. I'm so, that is such a huge deal. I'm so excited. Woo, woo, woo. Um. Okay, let's take a quick break and then come right back. Okay, okay we're back. Um, uh, yeah, so let's talk about, like, to kind of wrap this up, like, how when we catch ourselves doing this, because I know I've done it a million times, like when we catch ourselves making a story in our head, when we don't hear back from someone in what we would consider to be a timely manner, how do we kind of nip this in the bud? How do we like get away from this kind of like pattern in our minds? Um, I don't know. What do you think, Glens?
1: Well... I mean, I will say I, I am a work in progress with all things with this because I have done this a million times too. I think it's important for us to focus on what is true. And so if we're making a, a story in our head that like, oh, maybe they're mad at us or oh, maybe whatever, it's like, do we have reason to believe that that's true? <laughs> Or are we just like, like, what's our day been like? Are we are we just having a hard day? So we're lumping that into it too? Are we looking for some sort of validation from a person? Like what, what do we know to be true? Yeah. And if we're really just kind of like spiraling in a sense of like this is coming out of nowhere and coming out of worry, maybe we're focusing too much on something that we made up rather than giving somebody the benefit of the doubt or the space for a million different reasons that like perhaps that person is busy like the rest of us and that's all there is to it, you know? So what's our focus on, I guess, is the bottom line. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think I kind of said this earlier, but like you have to stop and ask yourself, like, did I just make up a story in my head? Um, And if you did, then just take it out with the head trash, man. Like it's got to go, you know, Mm -hmm. if you stop and pause and have a conscious moment where you're like, I maybe made that up, but maybe there's some truth to that. Also, I think a separate conversation with that person could be like, hey, I'm worried about something. Can we talk about it? I'm worried that you're upset with me or I'm worried that, you know, but I bet nine times out of 10 that you're just worried and it just needs to be something that you like send out to see because it's probably just not rooted in truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I love that. I think like we also live in like a society right now where the even the word there's a trendy word and that word is trigger triggered um it kind of drives me nuts when people when I hear people say oh trigger warning or that triggered me or whatever like I'm just kind of like can we not with that like
1: n- my grandma I have never definitely said that, said that on this podcast yeah <laughs> I mean I've said it before I'm guilty like but I but feel like so I'm like scared to not because I don't want to
0: trigger anyone <laughs> my, no grandma ever said I'm triggered. Like that was not a thing 50 years ago, but why are we, I mean, that was a word 50 years ago, but we didn't overuse it because we weren't triggered. We weren't, um, it's, I almost think that sometimes because everything is so polarized, um, in the last couple of years that like, we've made it a pattern or habit to become triggered and, don't at me about this because I know it might be something that like not everyone agrees with. This is just like my own opinion. But maybe, and and I actually read this the other day and I sent it to Lindsay, maybe what we need instead of of exercising that muscle memory to be upset or offended or triggered or emotionally reactive to something, maybe what we need to focus or shift our mindset to is like, where can we see the good in in that person or in this situation or in this, um, you know, X, Y, and Z? Where can we see these little glimmers of hope or of happiness or, you know? And so the post that I actually saw that I loved was like, find the glimmer instead of the trigger. And Mm -hmm. I loved that. And I feel like it's applicable to this situation. Like someone doesn't respond. If we've exercised the muscle memory where we start to look for things that are wrong in situations, that's going to eat us alive. Like, but if we start to look for the things that like, maybe we'll extend grace to that person or find little glimmers for like why they haven't responded. Maybe, maybe my neighbor's mom fell and broke her hip last week and she's been busy with that. You know what? That is true. I know that. I know that my neighbor's mom fell last week and broke the Oh, head.
1: I was like, that's dark. And that, okay, I'm glad that's. No, no, true. no. That, that
0: happened. That was that, what you pulled out. No, <laughs> it, it, that happened. The, the mom that's fell So maybe that's Aww. why she hasn't responded to me yet because she's been at the hospital. Like, why, you know, we have to allow ourselves to find these glimmers of hope in every situation because we're, yep. because we're gonna, we're, we are gonna be at more at peace, you know? Um, yeah. Because it's it's not bothering my neighbor that she hasn't said thank you to me yet. It's bothering me, and so I'm over here suffering unnecessarily, and not giving her grace or myself grace, and you know, finding the glimmer. Well, I
1: and I don't think you're necessarily looking for the thank you because you don't really care if she gives you a thank you for the flowers. You're looking for the communication to show you that your relationship is like okay. And like, it's not, I think it's more than that. And I think that's where it gets tricky because we want to be in like good standing with people. I think if we like want healthy relationships and so like a mix match communication makes us feel like we're on rocky ground with that. I think sometimes. And so like, that's where it gets, I think for me, tricky because you just want everything to be okay. Yes. I don't know. yeah. and it's but- hard to know that when communication is done through our phones or not face to face. yeah um, but
0: but it's our responsibility, like we said before. And again, I am not perfect about this. This is why I'm using myself as an example. it's It's my responsibility or it's our responsibility to find the glimmer in this situation for that person who has yet to respond to us or, Um, or just in life in general, for any time you see or hear something that doesn't sit well with you, it's your responsibility to find the good, um, in this situation, you know, because you, at the end of the day, you need to find the peace for yourself. And then when you find that peace for yourself, you're going to extend it to others. And then you're probably going to, you know, like maybe if you have all this peace and grace, conversation is going to flow easier anyway, because you're going to be a very approachable person to speak to. I'm not saying that if, you know, that I'm not, or that you are not, or that, you know, again, but I'm just, I just think when we magnify whatever, that's what's going to come back to us. So whether it's peace or hostility or, you know, whatever, that is what will surround, that was what will, that's what will come back to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes like we all spend way too much, like there's too much real estate in our brain thinking about every move we make or things we did and didn't do. And the reality is everybody else is doing that too. Nobody's focusing on the things that you said or didn't say and blah, blah, blah. like they have stuff to do. And so I think that if we realize, like I'm reading, I think I mentioned before this book called The Mountain Is You, and it's all about the psychology of like us getting in our own way. Um, being able to release different things, the reasons why we've like sometimes gotten ourselves into practices that aren't healthy, and it's all because of our past experiences and all of that stuff. But it's, you know, like we we make up things a lot of times that are not real life in our in our in our brain. And we learn to trust it because we've always done it, but it doesn't make it true. So your default system might be really whack yeah but you trust it because it feels familiar it's easy to be like oh they're mad at me or it's easy to be like oh that whatever because that's your that's a system that you've created for yourself yeah Yeah, but it doesn't mean that there's any validity to it so I think like um I don't know if everybody loves self-help books as much as I do but it really does help me learn um because I always want to learn and grow and I do feel like I'm relatively in like a healthy mental space, but I think we always have room to grow in those, in those spaces. And if you want to be a better mom or a wife or coworker or whatever it is, learn to understand the people around you, learn to understand how you're wired because it just gives you more of like a broader perspective of why people think and do the things that they do, you know? And yeah, um, I love that. Yeah. It's, It really is funny though, when we think about like, oh, they're probably thinking about that weird time when I fumbled around my words. I'm like, no, they're thinking about the time they fumbled around their words. Like no one's thinking about like,
0: you know, yes, yes, yes. No one is really that focused on your, the only person focused on your moves that closely is you 100%. Yeah.
1: Like your neighbor probably isn't thinking about your cabins right now. no. (laughs) <laughs> you're not it mean, you could be but like you know whatever no, so you're yeah. not
0: I know I it's, think- the, it's
1: silly when you when
0: you pause and think before you react yeah It's just you know so helpful and
1: But this is real life and we're willing to talk about it but I really do think a lot of people do it and it can paralyze you if you yeah. let it. and so let's not let it let's try to Give people the benefit of the doubt. Let's try to think like you know what. It's probably not me. They have a lot going on, and just approach it that way. And you know right. what? Trust them. like if it is something that and you have that good of relationship, then that person will tell you. Right. Yes. And if they don't, then that's on them. Then right. it is them. It is right. them. It's not you, them. <laughs> Correct. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, what a weird. It's like. This digital age, I think that's what we're focused on primarily because it's just a different mode of communication, but it's so cool to have such communication with people, but it is tricky.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's super tricky. I I said also to Seth yesterday, like, I don't think, I don't think I would have moved to where we moved, unless digital communication was a thing. Because I still feel very connected to all of my friends and family, even though they don't live in the same city as me. But because we're able to communicate so easily, it's yeah. such a blessing. Here I am, and I'm connected. Um, yeah. But, you know, right. at the same token, there are pros and cons to everything. And the con is you don't know someone's emotion behind a text and, um, or, you know, we have to be better at like communication, communicating emotion via whatever mode we're using on the web. Like we need to be saying yes or no and including like Yes, but that makes me feel upset, or yes, but you know, like we need to say those feelings via whatever mode we're using, um, Mm -hmm. just like we would if we were in person and the person could hear that we were upset or whatever. Just, I'm just, I love direct communication, you know,
1: I know, Um, and you're really good at it. I think that it's a very big blessing to have people that are very direct because, um, you know, where you stand and I really appreciate that. And I think it's so healthy for relationships, but I also know that you put a lot of like work into understanding yourself, understanding other people, being confident, you know? And so like, that's where it's at is continually continuing to peel back layers, continuing to better yourself, continuing to do all of that, um, like gets you in a place where I think you can and be like, oh, I mean it's the whole boundaries conversation. Yeah. Like you can't have boundaries if you don't have them with yourself, you know? Right. So yeah. That goes into a little different, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to me, it's about being confident about what's working for you or not. And so yeah. you're able to, yeah, that's great. Or no, that doesn't work for me, but blah, blah, blah. Right.
0: And I think like, you know, while we're waiting, while we're waiting for someone to respond to our email or our text or our whatever like think about if you catch yourself starting to go into this place where of made up stories, um, bring yourself back and think to counteract this, whatever, think three positive things about that person or three ways that you could help them even further or whatever, you know, like, um, and then that will just kind of like quiet that noise in your head because that's, the hard part and then you have to you have to train. That's the part that takes practice and training. And and so if you're consciously thinking graceful things or positive things about that person, then you know, you're at least putting your mind at ease until you hear back from them, I think.
1: Yeah. Oh wait, this is an example really fast before we sign off. This is interesting because it wasn't it's not a friend or anything. So I was taking the kids to back to school day yesterday. I'm in the car. And this lady calls and like, I, no one ever calls me. And so this lady calls and she's like, hi, um, I'm interested in wallpaper. And it caught me off guard because like all of our inquiries come through like my email and I've just never had somebody call about it. She must've found our name, I think off of Google or something. And so it was like a different way. I wasn't prepared really for like somebody who wasn't, you know, like whatever. Yeah friend or whatever to call. And, um, I'm still getting used to like work-life balance and blah, blah, blah. And I felt
0: like, wrong number.
1: no, I was like disheveled. I'm <laughs> like, Oh, well, okay. I'm on my way from like, I like kind of word vomited. I'm like, I'm on my way from taking the kids back for bed. Ba-. I'm like, why am I saying this? Like <sighs> after I hung up the phone, I was just like, what is wrong with you? And I was kind of in my head about it. But what I told the woman was, I'm busy, but I'm going to send you our inquiry form. I want you to, like, if you can fill that out, we'll schedule up a time for a consult. I wasn't as awkward as I was like, make as I was right. making myself feel, but she did not respond to the text that I had sent her yesterday. And I wasn't mulling over it too much. But then today I was like, oh, that lady never responded. Maybe I was super weird. I'm professional. I did start going into this weird thing of why didn't I just say hey I'm busy right now I'm gonna send you a text with our inquiry forum fill that out and I'll get back to you I wish I would have done that you know anyways I was I was kind of like spending some energy thinking about it lo and behold while we were at podcasting she sends me a text she's like hey well you know what I mean so she's in communication but I had built up this like weird story like you had said um about maybe why she hadn't responded yet. And yeah. It 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 made me like, you know, it was, yeah. it was weird. so anyways, that's an example of like it wasn't an emotional thing cuz I don't know who this woman is, but it was somebody who is, you know, a potential client and I didn't yeah. want that to be weird either. And so I think no matter where we're at or who it is, we can do that if too much time goes by. Right. So, totally. that's just a yeah. real life example of I don't know, life and how
0: we, yeah. you know. Yeah. So listener and um, friends, listeners, like think about, you know, what comes to mind when we talk about this, like, has this happened to you recently? Um, you know, you know, going forward, how will you rewire or reprogram yourself in these situations? You know, hopefully this is relatable. I catch myself doing this all the time. um, And so I'm sure you all do too. And Um, let us know if this is helpful or let us know if you try out some of these new tools and tricks
1: or if Christy and I are the only ones, let us know that too.
0: Yeah. If we're like (laughs) the weirdos.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it's life, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's be better communicators and increase our protein. I love it. Good,
0: good goals for August.
1: Okay. Friends.
0: I, we are headed out to the pool for a pool day. Uh, what are you doing? Taking your kids to football?
1: Yeah, football
0: okay. practice. Awesome. Well, until awesome. next time.
1: Toodaloo. Goodbye. Bye.